0: Welcome to another edition of Green is Good, and today we're so honored to have with us Mike Waldman. He's the Executive Director of Society of St. Andrew. Welcome to Green is Good, Mike Walden.
1: Thank you, Tom. Good to be here, and uh, good to talk uh, to your listeners there.
0: Hey, Mike, you know, um, before we get going here, I want to sh- give a shout-out for your website here. it's The website is end org. I'm on the website right now. There's a lot of important things on the website. But if you want to follow along as Mike shares the story of uh, Society of St. Andrew, uh, I would go to EndHunger.org. So, Mike, can you uh, tell us right from the top, what is the Society of St. Andrew?
1: Well, the Society of St. Andrew is a faith-based organization. Uh, We don't really get too much into, you know, don't do uh, active proselytizing, if you will. We just right. care about feeding people. Right. But It's a faith-based organization. We've been around 34 years now, and what we do is a simple ministry of saving fresh produce. It's all fresh produce. Saving it from going to waste and distributing it to feeding programs that feed the hungry in the U.S. It's a U.S. program. right? And we provide food to all 48 contiguous states.
0: There's a there's a word that I've read on your website and in and in the in in, in the materials that I was reading before, before preparing for this show that says that you feed hungry people by gleaning the fields. Can you explain to our listeners what gleaning means?
1: Sure, it's actually an old biblical term. Uh, so some of your uh, church listeners uh, may be familiar with it, but it comes from the Jewish tradition, actually, in the Bible. It's part of their Torah, right. where um, God uh, commanded the people to um, let the poor and the sojourner come to their fields and glean the edges. So you were not supposed to harvest your full field, but you were mm. supposed to leave the kind of the edges in the corner for poor people to come and, and pick the good food left behind. But basically... Gleaning is is simply in the food context of it is yeah. picking uh, perfectly good food, nothing wrong with it. All your listeners would be happy to eat it, but it's just not good enough for market reasons for one reason or another.
0: I gotcha. And and where does the and where does the gleaning take place?
1: Well, the gleaning actually takes place in two locations. There's there's two uh, main areas where large volumes of food is going to waste in America. One is right in the fields after harvest. Uh, Food, whether it's harvested mechanically or by farm laborers, food is left behind that isn't ready for market or doesn't meet certain specifications. We use volunteers to go into those fields right after harvest and pick up the good stuff left over and help us distribute it. So we work with thousands of farmers across the country. The second place where a lot of food goes to waste is in what we call packing facilities or distribution centers. Food that is harvested to go to market goes to a facility where it's put in the bags and boxes and shipped to grocery stores, that kind of thing. At that location, another grayed-out process occurs where produce, whether it's potatoes or apples or broccoli or whatever, that doesn't meet the high standards that are demanded by American consumers. In other words, they're not good enough for grocery stores. That is rejected. It's just put into semi-tractor trailers and sent to the um, landfills and dumped as waste. Uh, we intercept that food, and there's nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't meet the perfect conditions that grocery stores demand. And we ship whole tractor-trailer loads of this produce uh, all across the country.
0: Wow. Um, like, I, we, like we said when we started the show, at the top of the show, your website is end. I'm on the website now, and you have two... You've pointed out to me when we were chatting before we we, uh, started, uh, uh, before we went on the air today, two very important numbers on the the landing page of this website. There's there's one number here. It says pounds of food wasted in the U.S. since this page loaded. Uh, The number is just changing. The faster number even changing is pounds wasted in the U.S. this year. These are just unbelievable, compelling numbers on how much food gets wasted in this country.
1: It is amazing. And um, those numbers are based on the USDA's estimate that uh, 96 billion pounds, that's a billion with a B, 96 billion pounds of food is going to waste in America every single year. Uh, A lot of that is is fresh produce, perfectly good and healthy Uh food. And we have about 45 million Americans who Mm. don't get enough food. So if you do that math, we are throwing away about one and a half tons of food for every hungry man, woman, and child in this country. We have defeated hunger in this country when we can throw away so much food. We've ended hunger. We just allow it to exist. So Mm. we're trying to use this common sense way of taking perfectly good but unmarketable food Right. It's going to go to waste and use it to feed the hungry in America.
0: On the site, it shows this very fascinating number. It says, Food Rescued and Delivered, January through June 2013, gleaned 10.4 million pounds. Now, am I right to assume, Mike, that this is how much your organization uh, has gleaned this year?
1: Yes, that's correct. That's just uh, our organization. Wow. And I think that's at the end of June. We haven't completed yeah. it. With the end of July numbers, it's actually uh, uh, about 18 million pounds.
0: Well, for our listeners out there, it's food delivered, 43 million servers. Your one organization, the Society of St. Andrew, 43 million servings. Wow. That's correct. What a blessing. Um, and, and and since you know, the organization started in 1983, can you just quickly, who started it and how did it get started in '83?
1: Sure. Um, it was kind of an intentional accident, if you will. That's kind of a weird way to look at it, but we had two families came together. or Both were Methodist ministers, and they wanted to do something about hunger. Right. They didn't know what that was, but their initial idea was to go around and put on seminars about how wasteful our lifestyles are, wasteful in terms of food and the stuff we collect and all those kind of things. So the, the initial push was to get people to change their lifestyles and make them more efficient and, and use less stuff and to waste less. So this is something your listeners, I'm sure, would agree with.
0: Sure.
1: Um, so they were at one of these seminars, putting one of these seminars on, and uh, in the middle of it, uh, an old codger in the back of the room stood <laughs> up and said, I, I don't agree with you. I don't think we waste that much. And they said, well, what do you do? And uh, he says, why grow potatoes? And they said, do you sell all the potatoes you grow? And he said, well, no. They said, well, what do you do with those? And he said, well, the ones that I can't sell or I can't send to market, I just send off into a field and I dump them. And they said, that's what we're talking about. And um, and then the old codgers sat back down, and, and Ken and Ray, it's Ken Horn and Ray Buchanan were the two founders of the organization. They went on their normal spiel and were yelling at people about their wasteful lifestyles. And then a little bit later, the old codger stood back up and said, "I see what you're talking about. I've got 100,000 pounds of potatoes. I can give you now. Can you do something with them?" And they didn't know what to do. They had never even thought of moving food, but they uh, they said, "Sure." You know, they couldn't say no to the guy after just harassing him for a half hour about his wasteful lifestyle. So. They came back, figured out how to distribute 100,000 pounds of potatoes, called the farmer up, all full of themselves, and said, we're ready for your potatoes. And wow. the farmer said, great, I have six friends, and each one of them has 100,000 pounds of potatoes. Oh. Can you do something with those? And that's, that's how this idea of, of um, saving fresh food from going to waste and using it to feed the hungry got, got started again, uh, so you know, thousands of years after it showed up in the Bible.
0: And so, and so you've gone from 83, uh, you know, it's evolved amazingly. I mean, 43 million servings were served in the first half of this year by your great organization. What a blessing. I right. mean, where, now I assume, and I know from your website and everything I've read about you, um, that you evolve. So beyond potatoes, what are the kind of foods do you now glean?
1: We now pretty much glean everything you see in the grocery store aisle, and wow. some things you probably don't see there. We we basically glean every kind of fresh produce uh, you can imagine, anything that's grown in the U.S. We uh, we don't do soybeans and foods that that are uh, going to be processed uh, because you know our <clears throat> our target is sending it to people that are going to use it right then. Often, when we glean. <clears throat> Hungry people are going to eat that food that very same day, and I love telling people that each year we save and distribute about uh, 30 to 40 million pounds of food, we don't own a single truck or a warehouse. We don't Mm. warehouse the food. Um, We hire trucking. There's trucking resources available. We don't need more trucks. We don't need more feeding programs. Um, And we don't need the warehouse because we can take the food directly from where it's excess, if you will, where it's not going to be used, and ship it to places that are going to use it.
0: Wow. And besides the gleaning program, you also have something called Potato and Produce Program and Harvest of Hope. What are those programs?
1: Sure. The uh, Potato and Produce Project, uh, uh, you might recall we were talking earlier about the two main uh, places where food goes to waste, farmers' fields and distribution centers. Yes. So the gleaning network uses those. We had over 40,000 volunteers last year. They go in the fields and simply pick the good stuff left over. Hmm. The Potato and Produce Project uh, gets involved with the truckloads that we get from wow. these distribution centers and okay. packing facilities. And then finally, the Harvest Hope Program, it's kind of a small program. It's a work-study mission retreat event. Uh, we do this for um, pretty much all ages, but we kind of focus on uh, high school and young college-age um, youth and <clears throat> we're able to get into more uh, we do we do gleaning every day for example but we also get into more educational areas about poverty and and hunger both uh, locally and nationally but also globally so the idea between uh, around Harvest of Hope is to simply increase people's awareness about hunger related issues uh-huh. so because uh, it can be a little complicated
0: We've got about 2 minutes left and I'm, and Mike I want I want people to get involved with your great organization that are inspired by everything you're saying. Where does the funding and the volunteers come from for uh supporting the Society of St Andrew?
1: Yeah. So those are good questions, John. <laughs> uh, our funding comes from three sources. Um they come from churches and synagogues and faith communities if you will. Right. Uh, it also comes from individuals who send in tax deductible donations. Uh, we get individuals from all 50 states that support us, as well as churches in all 50 states. And then um, a third source of funding is uh, grants from corporations and foundations. <clears throat> and roughly about a third of our income comes from each source. Uh, we, don't, we don't use any government funding, it's all, it's all from these other sources. Wow. The uh, the volunteers, and we have uh, we have about 40,000 every year. Right. They come from all kinds of groups, uh, a lot of church groups, if you will, and synagogues and <clears throat> other faith uh, community uh, organizations. We get scout troops, uh, civic groups of all kinds, uh, homeschoolers, uh, and public school groups, private school groups, if you will, and a lot of campus groups from universities and Pretty much um, any kind of organization that is out there is, is able to do it, and we're happy to work with them.
0: So, so how would you, how, you know, for our listeners out there, final thoughts, if you want to be involved with your great organization, the Society of St. Andrew, and they go to your website, endhunger.org, and they get inspired, how can they get involved? How do you want them to get involved today?
1: Well, we always... Ask people to do three things for us. Okay. Uh, first, if if there are people of faith, we ask them to pray for the ministry and to pray for the people we serve, the, the hungry in America. Secondly, we want people to volunteer. Uh, you can get involved with your with with your hands and uh, help in the gleaning network or in a in a packing operation that that we do sometimes. And, and then third, of course, we we uh, the ministry does depend on financial support from individuals, uh, especially in churches and other organizations, and so we invite people to help us financially, and it's easy to determine how much good you're, you're doing, because we feed people at about two cents a serving. Wow. So every dollar, every one dollar, huh. ends up in about um, 50 servings of food.
0: That's a great way to think about it. That is wonderful. Huh, that's great. Well, Mike, I, I thank you. I thank you for coming on today. For our listeners out there again, to get to see the, more of the great work that the Society of St. Andrews is doing, please go to EndHunger.org. EndHunger.org. As Mike said, pray, volunteer, and donate. Mike Wallman, you are an extraordinary sustainability leader and truly living proof that green is good. Thank you,
1: John.